house in this dream. And I saw like a very small person, but it was a human, it was a man, but he was very small. And then to the left, I saw like a huge person, kind of like it reminded me of an angel. That's the only thing I can relate to in the dream. And in front of this small person, I saw like a funnel cloud, like a tornado cloud begin to form from the ground up in front of this small person. I said, my God, this small person is the source of these storms. And so I thought I can either run to my basement and take shelter like everyone else, or I can stand here in the power and the authority of God has given me by his Holy Spirit and speak to this storm and command it to go. And I begin to plead the blood of Jesus over this storm. And the more I pleaded the blood of Jesus over this funnel tornado cloud, it began to disappear. And then I woke up. And when I woke up, I said, God, what was that? He said, as believers, we have to remember that we have a big God living on the inside of us. He is a God that knows all. He is a ruler. He has all authority and all power. And that same God is on the inside of us when we give our life to Christ. And the thing that was causing the storm was actually very small. So sometimes things may come up in our lives and they seem like they're bigger than what they really are. There may be sin. There may be temptation. There may be immorality. It may seem like it's huge. The world will make it seem like this thing is huge and everyone's with the in crowd. But God said that is small compared to the God that we serve. Hallelujah. He said inside of us, we have that God on the inside of us. And because God is on the inside of us, we have the ability to walk out the life that God has called us to live. Amen. You know, in Colossians 2, verses 9 through 10, Paul tells the Colossian church, he said that in Jesus dwelled God in the fullness of God dwelled in Jesus in his human body. And then over in Colossians 1 and 27, he says, now Christ is in us. So if in Jesus dwell the fullness of God in the human body, and now Jesus is now in us. So in us, even young people, when you give your life to Christ, Christ in you, he is the hope of glory. In you is the fullness of God in the human body. So there's no temptation. There's no sin. There's no strongholds and no bondage that would keep us bound because on the inside of you, you have Jesus Christ, the fullness of God in the human body. You are stronger than what you think. Hallelujah. You have all power that has been given to us by the Holy Spirit. And very quick, if I can get three men, can I get you, can I get my son, my oldest son? And I need four, actually. Is it okay, Pastor, can I do a demonstration? Amen. Yeah, I need you too, KB. Now let me under, let me share, I'm going to need one more person. I need a fourth person. Thank you, sir. <laughs> so the Bible talks about the makeup of a man, right? He says that we are spirit, we are soul, and we are body, right? It says we, we, the, we have a human spirit, we have a soul, our soul is our mind, our will, our emotions, how we feel, and all that is housed in our body, in our flesh. But our spirit man is who we really are. And when we give our lives to Christ, Christ gives us, thank you, KB, you can sit down. <laughs> Christ gives us a, his spirit, a brand new spirit on the inside of us, but we still have the same mind and we still live in the same body. And over in Ephesians 4, Five, I believe that's where the theme for tonight is coming from. In Ephesians 5, Paul tells the Ephesians church, imitate Christ in everything that you do. Imitate Christ in your 
which is created anew in Christ Jesus, I feel the presence of God. Well, when that spirit gets on the inside of us, we become alive to who we really are in Christ. And as a result, we begin to think differently. Our soul will begin to think differently, begin to think the thoughts of Christ, and begin to walk out the plans of Christ for our life. And then as a result, the body has no other choice or option but to follow. Why? Because we have been created anew, and we have imitated the life of Christ in everything that we do. And Paul continues to tell the Ephesians church further down in chapter 5, he said, do not let the world, the things that's going on in the world, the sexual immorality, the greed, the sin, the temptation out there, don't let that fool you to make you think that that is better than what you have right now in Jesus Christ. He said, because you belong to Christ, so whatever is being named out there in the world, don't let that be named above you. Dare to be different. You can live for Christ right now, regardless of what your age is. Christ is in you, and in you, you have the fullness of God in your human body. So there's nothing that you cannot do. There's nothing that you cannot be. There's no life that you cannot live as long as you rely on the Spirit of God that is on the inside of you that he gave you when he created you anew with his human spirit. So anything that is done in the body or in the soul will always have to follow the spirit as long as we continue to imitate Christ in our everyday life. And then God, thank you very much, guys. Thank you very much. Give a <laughs> So, 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 so in closes, I, I want to I continue to move on because I believe God wants to do some things as we move forward in his presence. I believe God wants to activate some things, some things that have been laying dormant. You know, and then he goes on, he says, let me read it. Verbena, I don't want to mess up the scripture. <laughs> it says, awake, O sleeper, 5, Ephesians 5, verse 14. Awake, O sleeper, rise up from the dead, and Christ will give you light. We don't have to be asleep. And unfortunately, Sometimes we can be so used to going in our own way and being influenced by the world and being influenced by society that we become asleep spiritually. And so that means that we wouldn't necessarily do or places where we wouldn't necessarily go, we begin to do those things because we have let our guard down and we begin to sleep spiritually. But here Paul is saying, listen, wake up. Tell your neighbor to wake up. Shake them, say, wake up. You have a Christ on the inside of you. Amen. We don't have to be asleep. Nothing has to take us by surprise. There's a lot, there's a lot happening in the world. There's a lot of laws being passed. There's a lot of things that saying that they make you think that there's more with them than there are. No, if we have God, we have more than enough, and it's more, and we are more than anything that come up against us. So no matter what the world is doing, young people, we have the ability to live for Christ right now. Just wake up to the God that is already on the inside of you. We've already established that he's in you, and in you is the fullness of God in your human body. So just wake up and realize who you are and say, I can live this life that God died for me, that Jesus died for me to have. I can live this life and be all that God called me to be right now. You don't have to wait until you're older. I tell my kids all the time, you don't have to wait until you're my age to begin to live for Jesus Christ. You can live for Jesus Christ right now at your present age. Amen? And so, God, we love you. Come on. That's all I want to share with you on tonight. I want to go ahead and get into the worship of God because I believe, come on, let's stand to our feet because I believe as we move forward in the service on tonight, God is going to activate us. He's going to wake us up. <laughs> Those of who may have been asleep, taking naps, you know, spiritually.
spiritually, God's going to wake us up and help us come alive to who we are spiritually. Amen. So, Lord, we love you on tonight. We give you praise, honor, and glory. We thank you for activating us on tonight. We thank you for your Holy Spirit. We thank you for your power. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your mercy. And most of all, we thank you for your son, Jesus. And we thank you that he lives on the inside of us. We have God on inside of us. The fullness of God is in us. So we are able to live. We are able to be. We are able to do all that Jesus Christ has died for us to have. We thank you that we will not allow any sin, any bondage, any iniquity, any temptation, any immorality right now to keep us from living God's best for our lives. So God, we totally surrender to you all tonight. We thank you right now, God, that you are alive and you are alive and well in us. So God, we wake up to who you are on tonight. We come fully aware of who you are in us on tonight, Jesus. We thank you right now that you are right now quickening us Quicken our spirits now, God. Quicken us right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you right now, God, that you activate us right now, God, for your service. That we may live more for you. That we may live for Jesus. That we may imitate you before a dying world. That people may run, run to us asking, what must they do to be saved? What must they do to have our Jesus? And so, God, we thank you for your love. We thank you for your grace. And we thank you for your presence. And we think that we will leave out this place changed on tonight because everyone who comes to Jesus receives. And we think that everyone who comes into this house will receive Jesus, that we may carry it out to our schools and to our jobs and to our marketplace and to our communities, to the nations, to the world now in the name of Jesus. And we thank you right now, God, that this is our season. This is our time. And we honor you on tonight, Jesus. We bless your name. And we thank you that our hearts are able to receive all that heaven has for us all tonight. And we thank you for transformation. Transform our hearts. Transform our mind. Transform our thinking that we may be more like Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus Christ. Thank you, Jesus Christ. You stand and you say the Holy Spirit is not our work. But only if you will look to Jesus Christ see how much the Holy Spirit is at work. Only if you will put everything aside. Only if you will put your cell phones aside. Only if you put your egos aside and look to Jesus. That's when you will see the power of God. The power of God is evident in our midst tonight. And only if you look to Jesus, you will experience the power of God. Let us continue praying right unto God. Let us continue praying right unto God with our hearts directed to God, with our eyes fixed on God, with our everything fixed on Jesus Christ, that he may have mercy on us. Let us continue praying. Let us cry unto the Lord. The Lord is ready. He's more than able to hear us. He's more than ready to hear us in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus, we bless your name. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We bless your name in the name of Jesus. We bless your name in the name of Jesus. We bless your name in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Ghost, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Ghost, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Ghost, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Ghost, in the name of Jesus. Continue praying unto God. Continue saying something to the Lord. The Lord. The Lord cares about what you have to say unto him tonight. Say something unto the Lord. If you're not saved, don't come here and leave back the same. The Lord wants to touch your life. The Lord wants to touch your life. There's a reason why God is leading us onto hearts of prayers. There's a reason why we are not here putting on a 
Thank you, Jesus. 
Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. A revelation of the Holy Ghost. Many of us are very comfortable. We're not being on fire for Christ. Many of us are very comfortable in our spiritual weakness. Many of us are comfortable being spiritually blind because we do not know anything, because we are blinded with, with, with lies, because we are blinded with phonies, because we are blinded with false teachings and false doctrines, because we are blinded with things that are not aligned with the word of God. But tonight, if you look to Jesus, that God, open my eyes to see you. Open my eyes to see you. The Lord will have mercy on you. The Lord is a gracious and merciful God. If you will cry out to this God, that is the revelation of the Holy Spirit. And that should be your prayer tonight. That should be your prayer tonight. That God, open my eyes to see you. Open my eyes to see you. Awake me from this spiritual bondage. Awake me, Lord Jesus. My growth is stunning. My prayer life is stunning. I cannot even open my word to even read the simple scriptures, Lord Jesus. Why is that? Why is the desperation for prayer not there? Why is the desperation for your word not there? Lord Jesus, infill me. Infill me with your Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We bless your name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. All to Jesus I surrender. To him I pray. Worshippers, please help me. Are you willing to surrender everything unto the Lord tonight? Are you willing to surrender everything unto the 
to the Holy Spirit. We need him tonight more than ever. If any of us should go home, not, you know, and, and this one thing I want to say, uh, today what we do is that we boast about something we don't have. But God will not leave us uncertain when we go home. Amen. We want to have what we boast about. Amen. Holy Spirit is real. He is the very Spirit of God. And I, wanna, I, wanna, I want you to know this truth. God wants us to know this truth. And He's very here in our presence. If we will stir ourselves up to lay hold of Him, He's the only person we need. Literally, living, we need Holy Spirit. Amen. The Bible makes it very clear. Without the Spirit of God, you are dead. As our brother Redding was sharing earlier. So before even we go ahead, if you're here, I don't know, but if you're here and you've not made the decision of accepting Christ to begin with, you simply don't have the Holy Spirit because he is the very spirit that makes you a child of God. Amen. Yes, without the Holy Spirit, you are not born again. You can read that from John 3. So if you have not made a decision to give your life to Christ, forget it. You don't have Holy Spirit. You can't say Christ lived on the inside of you if you have not made that very decision to accept Christ. And you'll be given a privilege as we pray. You can come up here and commune with God yourself that he may have mercy and, and rebirth you again. Amen. The second thing I want to speak about real quickly, and it's the verse here in John 16. I'll read it real quickly. You don't need to turn us before we pray. The second thing is for those who have given their lives to Christ, for you and I, all believer, the Bible says in, in Acts 5, that the Holy Spirit is given to them that continuously obey God. So we need the power of the Holy Spirit. Even though we've been born by God, we need the consistent power of the Holy Spirit. And without this power of the Holy Spirit, you are dead as anything. We need the power. How many of us are still born in addictions and sins and so on? Listen, we can't boast about something we don't have. You can stay here and say, I have Holy Spirit power all I want. But you get home and easily, for you can't even turn off the TV to pray. Come on. We want that power when we will speak according to the authority of the word and mountains will be moved. Because the Holy Spirit is the only one that's capable of doing that. The Bible says that when he comes, I'll read here quickly. John chapter 16, verse 8 downwards. He says, Jesus says, nevertheless, I tell you the truth. This is Jesus speaking. It is expedient. It's very advantageous for me, for, for you, that I go away. Jesus says it is good that he goes. Why? For if I go not away, the comforter, he is talking about the Holy Spirit. If Jesus does not go, the Holy Spirit is not coming. Because this whole Holy Spirit, the very Spirit of God is embodied in one person, Jesus Christ. And after he's been crucified on the cross, now the Spirit can be released on people like you and I. As our brother was saying earlier, our brother that came from North Carolina. And this is the very Spirit of God. You and I need him. Look, when we have Holy Spirit, the Comforter, we will move mountains. We will speak to storms and it will stop. It is true. The sins that quickly beset us with the power of the Holy Spirit, we can overcome that. There is never a problem that is presented to Holy Spirit that he cannot solve. Because he does not do things on his own, he hears from the Father, and he does it. 
and what the Father says is yea and amen. Holy Spirit is the very power that we need. No wonder God told the disciples, Jesus said to them, go and wait until he comes. For when he comes, he will give you power. How many of us have that power today? That's the question. But how many of us desire that power? You can put your hand up. How many of us desire that power to move mountains, to do things for the glory of God? If you desire it, Jesus has prayed for us. He has prayed for us in John 17. And you will have him. But we don't want to go home deceived and say, well, I have God inside of me. No. But there is a power that God is stretching us tonight to tap into. So you see, he says in Ephesians, he says, arise, O sleeper. There is a part that you have to play. Quicken yourself up to lay hold of Christ. I don't know why you're here tonight. But if you want to experience the true spirit of God, you can. Don't look left, don't look right. You are here because of Jesus Christ. And if it's one person, you will receive him. If you make up your mind. Amen. And he says here, and when he is come, he will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Of sin because they believe not of me. Of righteousness because I go to my father and ye see me no more. Of judgment because the prince of this world is judged. I have yet many things to say unto you, but ye cannot bear them. Now verse 13. How be it when he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truths. Not some truth. Listen, all truth. Truth is not in any man but the Holy Spirit. Because he's that very spirit of truth. And when he comes, he will lead you to all truth. How many of us want to be set free from the lies of the devil? I want to be set free. The devil has been lying to me for so many years. But I'm going to be set free tonight by the power of the Holy Ghost. Amen. He comes on Peter and he sets them on fire. To the point that they evangelize her to a whole new world that they turn their hearts to Christ. And Holy Spirit will use you and I for that purpose. And I'm talking to believers. For those who are not saved, please, the first thing you need to do is that you will seek Christ. You make a decision in your heart that you want to give your life to Christ. Other than that, you don't have Holy Spirit. But Christ desired that you will come to him. And so he's made every provision. But I'm talking to the believers now. We need that power of the Holy Spirit, the indwelling power of the Holy Spirit constant power of the Holy Spirit. And without him there, we can come to church and do all these things. And after all the music and everything is done, we go back to our home, homes and get back to the same attitude. But man, when Holy Spirit comes, he gives you different desires, new passions. He gets you up night and you wake up and you pray and you weep and you can't help but do that. And there's the power of the Holy Spirit. He gets you on your feet, pray for hours and hours and commune with God because he will give you the spirit. He is the spirit that connects you with God. 1 Corinthians 2 says. And the, if you continue, the Bible says he will tell you things to come. How many of us want to know things to come? How many of Look, we can't lie to ourselves. He is here tonight. If only we will stir ourselves up to, to ask and plead with him tonight so that he will fill us. And don't look to anybody, please. When Peter was in the upper room, he was not looking to James and Andrew and said, no, he was looking to Jesus who has died for him on the cross. And that's what he has done for you. He's died on the cross. Now we need the power of the Holy Ghost to come upon us. So when we do say that we have the Holy Spirit, it's not just in words, but there's a demonstration of the Holy Spirit upon our lives. Amen. So we're not just speaking, but we speak with the authority of God. And how many of us want that? Our family 
Jesus are in bondage. We want our power to rebuke the devil. And tonight you and I are going to wrestle with God just like Jacob did. We're going to say, oh God, fill me with your Holy Spirit. I don't want to go home deceiving myself over and over and over and say, I have your Holy Spirit, but don't see anything. Because God is faithful. He says, you ask, you continue to ask. I will give you. What do you need? Power to heal, power to do signs. I will give you so that my people will be edified. So that the church of God will move forward. And that's the spirit we are here to seek tonight. And it's nobody but the Holy Spirit. Amen. So at this moment, as we all close our eyes and begin to call on God, Jesus has prayed for you and I. You just have faith in Jesus tonight. And begin to commune with him. Tell him, Jesus, fill me with that power. That Holy Ghost you filled the disciples with back in the day. That they were able to walk in your power and authority. I don't want to be deceived tonight, going home, not knowing what I'm doing. I want to be going home sure that I'm not going back to that addiction. That I can speak to any storm in my life. And that storm will leave because of the power of the Holy Ghost. Begin to wrestle with God. Don't look anywhere. Just talk to him. Just talk to him. And, and you guys, the musicians, if you, can, if you can also pray for now and just pause the music for a while. We're going to get to that. But just commune with God, okay? We don't want to get sensational. Just talk to God. He's here in our midst. You will go home strengthened by the power of the Holy Ghost. Just begin to talk to him. And if you haven't given your life to Christ, this is life and death matters. Please, you can come up here. No one is going to look down on you. Jesus went on the cross for you for that reason. Just come up here and surrender. If you're backslidden, come up here and give your life to Christ and talk to him. But we're going to pray. Just begin to call on God. You don't look to anybody. No one can help you here. But Holy Spirit will fill. Begin to call on him. Begin to call on him. Tell him to fill you with newness, with that power he mentions. He says when the comforter comes, he will give you strength from above. He will give you power. How many of us need that power? Yes, I need that. Holy Spirit, fall afresh upon us tonight.
continue to stay in the spirit. Continue praying. Continue praying. Please continue praying. Continue praying. Continue praying. That spiritual direction that just came right now is what we're about to do. Um, continue praying. If you would like to, first off, word of God says, the name of the Lord is, the, is a strong tower. And when the righteous run into him, they are saved. Amen? So I believe tonight, if we are to believe in the word and stand on the word, we will be saved also. Amen? Same thing. In Mark, we learn about a specific woman who was struggling with many years of bleeding and had some type of faith upon her encounter with Jesus Christ. And the water comes up. This lady says, spiritual direction right now is this. Anybody in here that want to see a different level in your Christian life, whether you are saved or not, whether you want to rededicate your life to Christ, whether you want to give your life to Christ for the first time, whether you need Jesus Christ to set you ablaze for his, um, for his gospel, we know we are in the end time. And in John, we learned that the spirit of Antichrist is here to destroy many of God's people upon the coming of Jesus Christ. And I don't want us to be part of that half. I want Christ to set us ablaze so many people also want to Jesus Christ. Amen. So if we are saved today and we receive the gift of salvation, if we receive the gift of salvation, then many will also run to Jesus Christ. Amen. And the spiritual direction right here as my Bible lays down is the word of God. The word of God. We're going to use the word of God as a um, symbol of the strong tower that Jesus Christ is, because none of us here is actually the strong tower. It's the word of God. Hallelujah. So if you are, if you are moved, be moved by the Holy Spirit. Let the Holy Spirit convict you, and he will convert you. You come here, kneel down, touch it, and we are going to be in unity, and we are going to pray. Until then, let us continue praying for the infilling of the Holy Spirit as we are doing. So let us continue to stay in the Spirit, and let us pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen.
important for you to forgive because forgive, unforgiveness is something that will keep you bound and keep you from reaching where you need to go. Not even just for those who want to be filled with the gift of the Holy Spirit, but there are people here who are still holding on to grudges, who are still holding on to things that people have done to them from their childhood. You have to let it go. You have to forgive him. When we say the Lord's Prayer, we ask God to forgive those as we forgive us, as we forgive them. If you need God to forgive you for anything that you do, you need to be able to forgive and let go. Because the forgiveness is holding you back from going higher in your relationship with God. So God is telling me to tell you to forgive and let go. God has got you in his hands. There is nothing that God cannot heal. There is nothing that God cannot do. And so if you believe in the God that you serve, let it go and give it to God. The Bible says, cast your cares upon him, for he cares about you. So just let it go and give it to him. Because if you can't let it go, then he can't help you.
Virginia in the place of prayer. Ask God to have mercy and strengthen his children so we can reach out to this generation. Because if we say that we have faith, 
right? That means we trust him, right? So that means we'll walk with him, right? Through the thick and through the thin, right? And through every situation or whatever it may be. And that literally, literally, it just clicked. Through that random scenario, it clicked, faith. And I was just like, wow, wow. Like, I always looked at faith and I was like, okay, faith, 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 faith. You know, the opposite of what we don't see and think. But trust. Who do we trust in? Who do we honestly trust in? And I was just thinking to myself that, man, there's so many ministers, there's so many pastors, and nowadays this generation has become so dead that literally all we depend on is the pastors and the ministers. We literally channel our faith through them, which is not a bad thing in the sense that we look up to them, but then literally we depend on them and we don't depend on God. We don't cultivate our own relationship with God for ourselves. And at the end of the day, everyone will stand on their own. And I, it, like, it, just, it just marveled me. Like just coming to work, going, meeting this old man, and suddenly just all these thoughts just start flying through my head. And I'm just like, wow, we missed the mark. And this generation, there's so much hope for this generation. And I believe that we can arise up again. I believe that we can grow in faith. And now the last thing I'm gonna hit on before I hit on the next topic we're gonna pray about is reading the word. Because we can't trust a God we don't know, myself included. We can't trust a God that we do not know. We can't put our trust in a God that we literally have no idea about. We can't depend on what people have said about him on the pulpit. We can't depend on what people have said about him on YouTube, on Facebook, but we have to know him for ourselves. Ourselves. We need to know him for ourselves, literally. There is no other way around it. This generation is a microwave generation. We want everything quickly. Look at technology today. You can get anything quick. You can get someone's information just by going on Facebook. But that's not how it works with God. We can't cut corners with God. We can't cheat on the test. There's no cheat sheet. The, the only thing that we have is the word of God. And that's it. Literally. He left us with his word. Amen? Second thing. Esther. So Esther and Mordecai, literally, those two were intercessors, right? And the only thing that I want to share is Mordecai has said some, he literally slapped Esther up, like, like, literally, like, slapped her up and said that don't think just because you're a queen that you have, like, you literally are chilling. And then I literally had to apply that to my life just because I have you know, accepted Jesus as my Lord and personal Savior. That doesn't mean that I need to start chilling and start putting my legs up. No, I need to stand in the gap for my brothers and sisters who are lost. I need to stand in the gap for my family who have yet to know Christ themselves. I need to begin to intercede for people who are literally dying to their sins. I need to stand up. Mordecai literally was a bold man. He was like, nah, man, I'm standing in front of the king's gate with my sack clock. Esther was like, okay, let me give you new clothes. He's like, no, this is the problem. They're trying to kill the Jews. You chilling. You need to stop. You need to do something. And Esther, in her discouragement, literally, like, and that's the thing, too. We think that we can't get discouraged. We can't get fear. Like, fear won't come. They do come. Fear does come. 
We can't avoid it, but the question is, what do we do with it? Are we going to take that fear and run to God, or are we going to allow that fear to just kill us in, in ourselves and we literally die? Amen? So I would like us to please rise up on our feet, and I just want us to just begin to just pray. I don't know what you heard, but we want to pray that the word of God will literally increase our faith. We want to pray that by hearing the word of God, by hearing the word of God, our faith will be established. And the word of God also even says that we can't even please him without faith. So what are we doing? If we don't have faith, if we don't even trust him, how can we even, how can we even please him? So then who are we living to please? Who are we living to please? It's not even that serious. It's all about God. Let's just begin to pray.
to stand for five minutes thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. and I want you to slightly change positions from where you're standing. If you can come in the aisle, it will be great. Change positions and come in the middle of the aisle, it will be great. Oh Jesus, just change position from where you are and come somewhere Different, somewhere where you're free, where you can walk around. And once your position is changed, I want you to assume that you are the only person in this room. And what that means is that assume that you are in a room with the Spirit of God alone. That means I am not here. Your sister is not here. Your brother is not here. It is just you and God. And I want you to understand that that image is the same image that will be on the day you meet God. Your brother will not be present. 
present. Your sister will not be present. It is just you and God. That is the image I want to give you. And if you've never had that image before, I want you to understand that when you die, that is the image you are going to see. You are not going to see people around you. Your mother will not be there. Your father will not be there. Your brother will not be there. It is just you and who? And God. And you are going to have a conversation with God. And God is going to ask you certain questions. And you are going to provide an answer to God. And those questions are going to do with what you do, what you did with your life in this world today. Thank you, Holy Ghost, in the name of Jesus. Recently, people were burnt by fire. Not because they did something wrong. Not because they had a bad attitude. Not because they chose to be at the wrong place. They were doing what they were doing in life. And fire just took over the place. And they were burnt by fire. But you know, how you die doesn't matter. It is what you did before you die. Hallelujah. It is what you did before you die, my brothers and my sisters. In the name of Jesus. 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 Thank you, Holy Spirit. What did you do before you die? In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. The reason why God cares about your sanctification and about your holiness and about your righteousness is not because God does not want you to sin. It is because God wants you to do what he called you to do before you die. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And the only way you can manifest your purpose is by walking according to the way of God. It's by being so sensitive to the Spirit that nothing can distract you. In the name of is fear distracting you? In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Is sin distracting you? In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank what is distracting you from your purpose? Thank you, Holy Spirit. What is distracting you? Holy Spirit. What is distracting you? Because when you stand before God, it is what you did that matters. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. The Bible says that when Isaiah saw the Lord. In the name of Jesus. He received a mandate in the name of Jesus. to change his world. In the name of Jesus. When Daniel encountered God, he did not fear lions anymore. Thank you, Jesus. Who, which kind of God have you encountered? Uh. And why is what is stopping you stopping you? In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. The Bible says that and we can receive grace and come up here before the throne of grace and receive grace. In times of need. In the name of Today I want you to lift up your hands into the heavens. In the name of Jesus. You are the only person in this room. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus. And God is present here. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus. And you have one opportunity. Thank you, Holy Spirit. To minister to the feet of Jesus. And to just tell Jesus something. And to receive something from above. And to let Jesus understand that you are serious about him. Thank you, Holy Spirit, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name I want you to minister to Jesus right now. In the name of Jesus. I want you to just close your eyes wherever you are. Just close your eyes right now. And I want you to picture the image of Christ in his heavenly glory. And I just want you to minister to Christ right now. I want you to offer a word of glory 
place a word of worship unto Christ right now. I want you to tell Christ something. Do you desire him? Do you desire him? Do you want the world to desire him? Do you want the world to desire him? I want you to just tell Christ right now what your desire is. In the name of Jesus. What is your desire? In the name of Jesus. What is your desire? Close your eyes and talk to Christ right now. Tell him it is my desire to watch. What is your desire? David said, one thing have I desired, that I may gaze upon the glory of God and dwell in his temple forever and ever. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Just tell Christ something right there. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. My desire is you, Lord. My desire is you, Lord. Our desire must be you and only you, O God. Oh, our desire must be you and only you, O God. Our desire must be you and only you, O God. Our desire must be you and only you, O God. Nothing else can distract us, O God. Nothing should satisfy me, O God. Nothing should satisfy me, O God. Just you, O God. All the days of my life. All the days of my life. Just you, O God. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus, 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 in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, 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 in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Who bless your name? In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Lift up your right hand. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Wherever you are, just lift up your right hand. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And I want you to ask God to touch in the name of Jesus. And direct your hand where He wants you to go. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I want you to ask God to touch you and direct you where He wants you to go. Where he wants you to go, which part of this story he wants you to play, what he wants you to do in this life, where he wants you to go, today, tomorrow, the rest of your life, what is the meaning of your life? I want you to ask God this question. God, where do you want this hand to go? This hand, sanctify this hand to go where you want me to go. Because I came to tell you that life is a journey. There is a place you need to go. And that place has been prepared by God for you to get there. But there are things that are distracting you. I want you to lift up your voice right now and say, God, anoint this hand. Sanctify this hand.
Release the spirit of worshiper. Unleash the worshiper in us, O God. In the name of Jesus. Release the spirit of worshiper. In the name of Jesus. Upon somebody now. Release the spirit of worshiper. In the name of Jesus. Lord, commit us, O God, to the cause of worshiper. That we will serve you, O God. With our bodies, O God. That we will use our own bodies, O God. As instrument of justice, as instrument of glory, in the name of Jesus, that as we serve you, O God, we understand that we serve the good in you, O God, and the good in us, O God, O God. Holy Spirit, unleash us, O God, in the name of Jesus. May somebody get into a covenant with you to be a worshiper in the name of Jesus, to be a worshiper in the name of Jesus, to be a worshiper in the name of Jesus. Lift up your two hands wherever you are. Father, let the spirit of worship, let the spirit of worship fall right now upon somebody. Let the spirit of worship fall upon somebody and extend to their seed in the name of Jesus. Unleash the fire of worship, the spirit of worship, that spirit that brought Joseph for God into the leadership position, that spirit that made David a king and a priest. Father, unleash that spirit right now in the name of Jesus upon a young man that will become a governor one day, upon a young man. They will become a pastor one day in the name of Jesus that they will not be caught by this false window. They will not be caught by this false window in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, unleash that spirit right now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. I want us to pray for this prayer. We are praying for peace. Jesus' name. Recently, I just got a revelation. That peace cannot be attained from within. Jesus name. Hallelujah. Jesus name. The reason why Jesus is called the Prince of Peace is because he is the only one that brings peace Amen. to the Jesus soul of human beings. Jesus name. Amen. He is the Prince of Peace. He is the Prince of Peace. In other words, before Jesus Christ came, he realized that there was one fundamental calamity in the world, and that is the absence of peace. And that is because of the presence of sin. Hallelujah. But when Jesus came, the Bible says that peace to the world and goodwill to all men, because he came and brought something that human beings were looking for but couldn't find. And up to now, up to now, because human beings have not fully accepted the Prince of Peace, there is still chaos in this world. Hallelujah. But today we want to send out the Prince of Peace, the Spirit of Peace into the world right now. Jesus' name. There is chaos all over us. But we are praying that right now, as this revival is going out right now, we are igniting a fire, shall we be on our feet? We are doing something spiritual right now. We are igniting a fire from the mouth of everybody here. And we are sending out the spirit of the Prince of Peace out into the world. Let me tell you something. Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Even Muslims, Muslims. Muslims need to know in the name of Jesus. 
In Come Jesus, from only one name. name. In Jesus, name. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Thank you, Jesus. Buddhists need to know. In the name Even of Jesus. They don't accept Christ. In the name of Jesus. Understand that peace comes from who? In Jesus, Jesus name. Jesus Christ. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Unbelievers, atheists, even if they don't understand Jesus. Christ, tell them that Christ is one thing. He is the Prince of Peace. Thank so if Jesus. they want peace, they should go to who? Jesus Christ. Jesus, by the name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We are going to ignite a fire. I want you to speak out and say, God, I in the name ignite of a Jesus. fire oh, of revival fire, Lord and Jesus. peace. And revival I send it out Lord Jesus. to the ends of oh, the world, Jesus. to Africa, you, Lord Jesus. to India, oh, Lord Jesus. to Liberia, to, to Asia, Lord Jesus. to the Middle East, your where there is chaos and confusion. Your because people have denied the root Let me tell you something. Africa, Africa. Most of us are from Africa. Oh, Lord Jesus. We are the countries, Lord Jesus, that is struggling, Lord Jesus. We, we pray that, Lord Jesus, you bring them freedom and liberty. We don't want God oh, Lord himself. Jesus, we pray that, Lord, you reduce your pain, Lord Jesus, and suffering. We bless your name. This is revival. In the name Minister, of Jesus. Let me say this, and then we'll move on. Africa, look, if you think Jesus Christ is manifesting in Africa, there was some time. But now, what Africa wants is not Jesus. Africa is engaged in religion. They want Jesus to solve their problems. They don't want Jesus. The Bible says that, and this is internal life, that you may know him. And the one who sent him, or the one he sent, they are all the same anyways. But this is eternal life. Today, Africans, the gospel is a packet, it's a material. So if you think Jesus Christ is in Africa, think again. Because Jesus Christ cannot be in a place where there is darkness and there is poverty and there is no light. The reason why the Middle East is the Middle East is because they rejected Christ. And the reason why America is America is because at some point they accepted Christ. The reason why Africa is Africa is because Africa accepted a false Christ, religious Christ. They just want the materials. But they've forgotten how to get the materials. You need a relationship, beloved. That is why churches are not growing anymore. Because people are just coming for marriage. They are coming for children. They are coming for something. They are not coming for Christ. And it pains Christ. It hurts him. That we come not for him. For eternal life is the knowledge. right now. If you are here and you are joining a church because of people, because you want somebody to come to your wedding. Do you know many people join churches for that? People to come to their baby naming ceremony, their wedding. And look at those people, when they join and they finish doing their baby ceremony, guess what? They are done with the church. When they finish their wedding, that's it. You don't see them anymore. So the church has become a social club. And that is why things like this, when we are exalting Jesus Christ, nobody will come. Because they are not worshippers. They are beggars. They are coming to the back door. Let's do this a prophetic fire conference. Where we are telling your mother is a witch, your father is a witch. Come and you will see deliverance. People will come. That's what is happening in Africa. It is no light. It 
there's a formulated process and Jesus Christ is not happy with it because we have forgotten that the light is in him. The Bible says that in the beginning was the word, the word was with God and the word was God. In him was life and the life was the light. Until you get the life and the relationship of the life, you cannot spread the light. But God said, let your light so shine. God was speaking to those who have encountered the life. Hallelujah. How serious are you about your life? Not about God, about your life. I don't need you to be serious about God. I need you to be serious about who? Your life. Because if you are serious about your life, you'll be serious about God. You, you get what I'm saying? If you're serious about your life and you understand that this life is a journey and it's a journey of him, his journey, his story, and you want to play your part in it, you want to find out where you are going tomorrow, you'll be serious about God. Because look at it, the woman that bled for 12 years, was she serious about God or her life? Zacchaeus climbed the tree and out of the multitudes, funny enough, Jesus Christ picked him. You see, so if you are serious about your life and you want a change in your life, you will not come to church because of somebody. You will not come to church because of a pastor. And you will not leave a church because of somebody. And you will not leave a church. Don't leave a church because of somebody. You are not a worshiper. Hallelujah. If God says you should leave, leave. But don't leave a church because somebody didn't say hi to you. An usher offended you. You heard somebody say something. You are not a worshiper. You are just there to get something from God. This is the Jesus Christ we serve. He's the knowledge of God. He puts the knowledge in you and the knowledge becomes wisdom. It becomes understanding. And you are able to translate the knowledge in words, in deeds to people and your life becomes light when you have the light you don't talk for people to see the light you don't play religion for people to see you don't have to tell the person you are Christian hallelujah because the light and darkness cannot coexist when there is light in you people will see the light Close your eyes wherever you are. And I want you to pray and ask God for the true spirit of Christ to be revealed to you. The true spirit of worship to fall upon you and ignite that worship and spread that worship to the world. Say, God, I need that true spirit that untamable spirit, that spirit that is unoffendable. Jesus Christ was never offended by human beings. Even at the point of death, he wasn't offended by anybody. Hallelujah. He just was concerned about the purpose. Say, God, I want to be concerned about your purpose because tomorrow, today, you will come. I can go today. The people who died in Ghana, it didn't matter. 
Holy Spirit ignite the fire of worship and reveal the truth. If there is anybody here who has an intention, a, a, a reason to worship you other than your knowledge and your relationship and your wisdom, change it right now in the name of Jesus and give him or her the right understanding and the right spirit. Lord, even as we pray, we thank this revival, oh God, we ignite that fire of peace into the world. And we spread the gospel of peace, which is you, Christ Jesus, to everybody. And letting them understand that you are the prince of peace. That peace doesn't dwell within the heart of man because of sin. It dwells in you. Because when you come, you take away that sin. Holy Spirit, your name is in this place, oh God. We pray that this nation will come back to you. Revival that has started will be ignited even more in the name of Jesus. We understand that those who are with us are more than those against us. Even though it seems that since those who are against us are more than those who are with us. But we know that there are host of angels that are behind us and with us. Lord, may this revival shoot out into the skies. May this revival shoot out into every state, every community, and let unity come back again in the church, the true and time church. Father, we thank you and we ask for your spirit even as we continue. Now, Lord, let your spirit indwell us and nobody should live here the same. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God. Come on, give God a mighty clap of him. As we're praying, God was just reminding me of the filthy sins I did. And now I can stand and say, I'm forgiven. Thank Jesus Christ, for God has been good to us. God has been good to you. Tonight, you stand in a place whereby when God comes tonight, you go in heaven. But there is millions, millions of souls tonight. That will be making it to hell because your sins are not forgiven. But for you, your sins are forgiven. In Jesus' name, let us pray. Father, we thank you so much. Jesus, we thank you. I thank you so much that my sins are no longer to be remembered. I am washed by the blood. I am cleansed. God, there is, you've made me righteous before you because of your son, Jesus Christ. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus Christ. Send me nara, Jesus. Because of your son, Jesus Christ, I thank you. I thank you that all my sins is forgiven, not to be remembered anymore. We bless you, we bless you. And unto Jesus, God, our prayer tonight will matter. Because by you, God, we've been made righteous. Lord, we thank you, we bless you that, God, my sins are forgiven. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Bible says, Lord, our thanks will be many unto God. Let's continue to thank God in the name of Jesus Christ that your sin, Father, we thank you that, God, you've forgiven us all of our sins. And our sins are no longer to be remembered in the name of, it doesn't, it doesn't matter what we think. Oh, God, you said you've cast away our sins from us, Lord. No longer to be, we thank you, Lord. 
You've washed us, you've cleansed us, you've delivered us, oh God. We thank you, Lord. We bless you in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus Christ. You see, we're going to pray for salvation. And the, the, the tendency is this. Once we begin to intercede, your mouth, want, your flesh doesn't want to play, pray. Because it's not about you. It's about somebody else. That if you don't pray, that person will make it to hell. Somebody prayed for you and I. That's why we're here today. You didn't happen just to be here. Jesus prayed for us. Someone interceded for you and I for us to be here today. You see, today, we, you stand in a position to pray for one person that will be saved. It's a privilege that God has given us tonight. Everybody's mouth is needed in this prayer. We're going to pray for the upcoming generation. And please, let your mouth, please, open your mouth and pray and ask God to save one soul. Just one person. So that that person will not make it to hell. The Bible says hell burns, like you go to hell, you burn forever. Okay, your prayer, just you. The least you can do is pray that God will deliver one person. In Jesus' name, let us pray. Please, let us pray. Let's open your mouth. Just your prayer tonight will save one soul. One soul. The Bible, this is what Jesus' desire is. We can pray for ourselves all the time. Souls will be making it to hell and it will not be the joy of God. Pray for that one soul. Please. Please, for that one person, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, oh God, we pray, I pray that God, someone like me, that is caught in sin, because of my prayer tonight, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, that soul will be delivered. That Jesus Christ, you will save that soul totally, in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray for that one person that has lost all hope, that God doesn't know what, their life is useless, that soul that identifies me today, God, I pray in the name of Jesus Christ, may you save that soul. I pray for that one soul, God, that is thinking about suicide, want to end it because they have no hope, God. I pray for that one soul. Save that soul in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Oh, please, I pray for that one soul that is caught in idolatry, that is caught in fornication. Because of that, they have no hope. When they die, they will make them go to hell forever and ever. I pray for that one soul. Please have mercy in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, you have mercy, God. Please have mercy. Save souls. The next generation, God. The upcoming generation, the young ones, God. Please save them. Save them in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Please, God, you will save them tonight, please. I pray that, God, may our prayers not be in vain, God. For your word says, the prayer of the righteous availeth much. So, Jesus, may we see the fruits of our labor tonight in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Please. Please, oh God. Please, oh God. Save souls, oh God. May we see a difference with the upcoming generation, God. May we see a difference tonight. May we see a difference tonight in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. May we see a difference tonight. May we see a difference tonight in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Oh God, please, may we see a difference tonight. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Please, may you save them, save them, oh God. To the uttermost, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. May they come and stand here and say, I thank God because my sins are forgiven. Jesus Christ, that soul that has murdered, 
Oh God, I pray that may you save that soul too, God. That soul that is lost with other religions, God, I pray. Jesus, save that soul, God. Jesus, please, your word says, the prayer of the righteous availeth much. Jesus Christ, we want to see the fruits tonight. We are praying for the upcoming generation, God. May you have mercy, our brothers and our sisters, oh God, that will be grown up in this generation, oh God. We pray that save them, save them, oh God, save them in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. May your, may your revival reach them in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, that the devil will lose, that no soul will make it to hell, oh God. If this is your desire, this is my desire tonight, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, Jesus, save them, save them, Jehovah, Jehovah, Jesus. Please, may your wind blow, God, and save them to, to your life and life eternal, God, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, if it's now we have hope in you, God, we are useless, we are miserable. Oh, God, Jesus, yes, so say, ready, Jehovah, come on, bring on to eternal life. Save them, oh, God, blow them, Jesus Christ, to your saving arms, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I pray for that one soul that can identify with the sins that I was once living in. I pray that God, you will save that soul, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. That soul that is caught in fornication, that is caught in bitterness and lies. I pray for that one soul, that hopeless case. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, that you save that soul tonight. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Oh God, I pray for that one soul that everybody saying, God, this man will not melt to nothing. I pray that God change that life, save that soul in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, I pray, God, have mercy. Have mercy, oh God, even on the old folks. Jesus Christ, that are ready to die, but they refuse to believe in Jesus Christ. Have mercy upon them, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Jesus, do you want, We ask this in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We ask this in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name. If you feel as if you've prayed for that one soul to be saved and God has heard your prayer, you can listen up, please, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Sing unto the Lord a new song. Sing unto the Lord, all the earth. Sing a holy song of your heart. Oh, hallelujah. The Lord is here. Oh, sing unto the Lord a new song. Sing unto the Lord.
an altar. My sin and nothing but the blood of Jesus and what can make me whole again and nothing but the blood of Jesus and oh precious Sing it with me, oh precious. God for his blood tonight. Come on, let's just put our hands together and worship God tonight. And I once was dead in sin, alone and hopeless. And a child ever at I walked, condemned in darkness But your mercy brought new life and in your loving kindness raised me up with Christ and made me righteous You have brought me back with the riches of your amazing grace and relentless love I made That broke the darkness. You satisfy my soul when I am heartless. And if ever I 
my sin has been erased And I'll never be the same Are you thankful tonight? My sin has been erased And I'll never be the same Let's just sing it out You have brought me back You have brought me back With the riches of your amazing grace And relentless to love I made a life Forever with you life Forever by your grace I'm saved You have brought me back With the riches of your amazing grace And relentless to love I made Amen. Just give God praise for his grace tonight. Well, it is truly an incredible honor to be here with you guys tonight. And uh, I don't know if you can fix that reverb. If there is any reverb, you can just turn it off. Is that super loud? Oh, okay. You guys like it loud, don't you? Well, I want to sing a couple of my songs for you, and uh, I hope it's maybe a little bit of style that you might like. It's a little bit different. You know, how do I follow the last person that was singing that was so incredible and anointed and beautiful and amazing? And then you're going to make me sing. Why would you do that to me? It's been incredible, honestly, to be here with you guys, um, just to worship and pray. It's been amazing, and I hope you will sing with me on these songs and just lift up the throne of Jesus. Amen. You know, it's awkward when that doesn't work. We didn't sound check earlier, so it's just a total myth. your throne high. We lift 
your name, High Jesus. For you're the King of kings and Lord of lords. The hungry and the desperate hearts will all be filled. So open up your soul with longing. He'll meet you there. And lift up your hands in praise. For justice is on the way. With the King on the throne who reigns forevermore. praise tonight. And as the breeze flows through the trees, it's proof that your love is calling me, and I can't believe a love so sweet is mine. Take me back to where I once believed Where the child inside can be set free And I can feel your grace that's so divine And open up, open up my heart Open all of the parts of me that I've kept Open up, open up 
Tag me and tear me apart. Don't let me get back to where I started from. Salt to the sea, so sands to a beach. Can feel your spirit that's all over me and calling me to you. It's up in the sky like the birds that fly high. Can feel your eyes watching over me. Proving again that your love is true. Thank you. Well, I'm a little bit different than what you've been hearing all night. Hope that's okay. Well, it's great to be here again. You guys are incredible, and I'm so honored to be here. And uh, I just want to worship with you guys for a minute, if that's okay. Okay, cool. Awesome. It was past my bedtime like an hour ago. Well, I know you guys know this because you sang it earlier, so sing it with me. And all to Jesus I surrender and all to Him I freely give. And I Christ him and in his presence daily and I surrender all and I surrender all and all to Savior, I surrender 
me tonight. Bible says that the angels circled the throne, crying hallelujah to the king day and night. Let's just join them as we do that tonight and lift up the name of God.
no matter what you're facing, no matter what storm may be in your life, God is always there with you. You call me out upon the waters, the great unknown, where feet may fail, and there I find you in And spirit lead me where my trust is without borders. Let me walk behind the waters wherever you would call me. And take me deeper than my feet could ever wander. And my faith would be made stronger in the presence of my Savior. Thank you. 
sing this chorus with me. And Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Come flood this place and feel the atmosphere. Your glory, God, is what our hearts long for. To be overcome by your presence. Thank you guys so much.